due to technical difficulties, this is the first podcast I'm recording in in about a week. And that technical difficulty was fucking going through free agency. But we're all caught up and we're ready to go. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still not taken off of Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Hit me up in Messenger, DM me on Instagram or on Twitter if you would like to get your hands on these delicious depth charts that are fully updated through actually now they're updated through today but you guys have the ones updated through yesterday with updated salary caps and updated 2021 draft selections that's right the depth charts they have everybody's draft picks caught up through the mega multi-pick trades that went down last Friday between none other than the Eagles and the 49ers and those goddamn those goddamn Dolphins you gotta tell you they're making some good ass moves I'm liking what they're doing I'm liking what they're doing Oh, my God, it's a 180-degree turnaround from what the fuck is going on with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's just a mega shit show. I don't know what to do with it now. So, uh, for the time being, he is do not draft. Uh, Dynasty? <laughs> don't sell him. You just you can't. You can't. You just can't trade him away. It's just... You might as well just see what the hell is going on now with that. So, good God. Enjoy that roller coaster. He will end up going on the commissioner's exempt list. Oh, uh, let's see what other news is going on. Um, Jaron Reed, uh, D tackle, who was cut by the Seattle Seahawks, he was signed uh, or agreed upon with a deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, one year deal. Uh, same goes for, I believe it was a one-year deal for one D-tackle, Danny Shelton, who was cut by the Detroit Lions. He is moving on to the New York Giants. So in his quest to become the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the defensive line, uh, Danny Shelton has moved on to another team. So what's on the agenda for this week? Well, you know, I was thinking we were going to go team-by-team uh, team and kind of go through uh, the team looks and see what's going on here. We do need to still get the additions for team needs in here. Um, I will have those done and ready for the next update this weekend. Uh, everything's kind of settling down, <clears throat> which has allowed me to really focus on getting the draft guide put together. Um I'm entering statistics and stuff for the uh, skill position players. So, you know, your quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. I'm currently working on that right now. I uh, have everybody that I know of that's going to be in this draft inserted. Okay. So now it's just trying to get this data, these data points put in there. Uh, I will get there. Uh, pro day numbers as soon as I can get my hands on them and and get that inserted in there too. Uh, so I'm looking what it, wherever I end up by Sunday night before I get ready for my work week. 
I will have that sent out. So you will have, you will be getting your first run on this four weeks before the draft in Cleveland, which I have no idea as of right now if I'm going or not. Uh, <clears throat> still waiting. Uh, there, you have to make a reservation if you want to go to the NFL draft. Uh, you have to make a reservation on one of their uh, one of the NFL's apps. They have not yet opened that up yet. So I was hoping I was going to find out today because actually it was supposed to be out on Monday. Um, but now they 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 cleverly switched it to the week of March 29th, which I was like, no, you said you were going to fucking do it on the 29th, you pieces of shit. So, but. I'll know, I should know by the end of the week what's going on there. Uh, no matter what, uh, there will be Doghouse Draft coverage um, either live from Cleveland. And what that's going to be is basically I'm just going to put together video. If I go to Cleveland, I'm just going to put the vi- together videos, you know, talking about each and every pick on Thursdays and on Thursday and Friday. Um, Saturday will be primarily kind of just let it go, right? Because we're going to have the first three rounds done through Friday, round four through seven. Uh, it's not really, I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying, do you really want to hear me drone on about these guys that are going to be basically backups, uh, or maybe not even make the team? And I don't want to waste anybody's time. I can talk about stuff. I will talk about stuff. I will be podcasting from Cleveland. And I plan on doing that uh, at least putting out a podcast on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the draft from, from my hotel room and then doing the video clips. If not, uh, we I will have some kind of a live draft show going on, whether or not we're going to do it directly through Spreaker, or if we're going to try and zoom it. I'm going to try and get my my buddy, your buddy, everybody's buddy, Paul Burkholz, uh, together so we can kind of do a little Zoom session, uh, maybe do it through Twitch, something like that. Um, I'll have more knowledge on what I want to do uh, this weekend. But um, we'll have something. We're going to have a good time with it no matter what. So just pay attention, be aware of it, and let's get ready. Let's get ready. So what we are going to do, we are going to go team by team. Uh, we're going to take a look and see what the draft needs are, see what the offseason additions and subtractions uh, have yielded us right now. And uh, we'll ta- we'll just kind of talk about the picks and whatnot and see what's going on. Uh, we'll do, uh, let's see, we're going to try and do this as quickly as humanly possible. Um, I would like to get through... God, if I can get through the whole AFC today, that would be great. Uh, if not, we'll get where we can. I want to keep this at an hour or so. If it runs a little over an hour, it runs a little over an hour. But <clears throat> let us get going here. And let's start with the, we'll start AFC West, then go to South, East, and North. So AFC West, that starts with the Denver Broncos. We start with the offense. Now, remember, we have already gone through these teams, so we don't need to spend a ton of time, right? We're just looking for what the team needs, and we'll talk about the draft selections that they have available to them. Uh, We'll start with the draft selections. They have, in the first round, they have pick number nine, uh, early picks here, early second, early third, early fourth, early fifth, early sixth, early seventh, uh, actually, two early sevenths and a late seventh. So they have nine picks total for the this year's draft. Uh, there is talk of them taking a quarterback here. 
quite possibly in the first round. We'll see if that happens uh, with San Francisco moving up. That means that they are looking at a quarterback, uh, you know, quote unquote. There, that's what that's what they're rumored to do. Um, but let, here, hold on. Let's see. Off-season losses here. Let's see if they do need something else, though. Elijah Wilkinson, offensive tackle, free agent to Chicago. Philip Lindsay, running back cut. Nick Vanette, tight end cut. Good. God, great. Great to see Lindsay and Vanette not on the team. They did add another running back in Michael Boone, uh, free agent out of Minnesota. We all know who Michael Boone is. He's the guy that was... Uh, <sighs> He was a double-edged sword two years ago when uh, uh, we had Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook both injured, and he came in first game, he tanked, the next game everybody was off, and then that's when he had the really big game. That's Michael Boone. <laughs> nothing, more than a, nothing more than a backup, uh, but he is, a, he is a, probably a more capable backup than Royce Freeman at this point, uh, at least in the Denver Broncos uh eyes here so uh don't really need anything at wide receiver so that's good don't need anything at tight end uh quarterback like i said they probably take a look at even though i would not agree with it uh fullback who gives a fuck running backs they are good we look across the offensive line they are good at left tackle right uh left guard maybe a center here maybe a center slash guard uh lloyd cushenberry is uh below average and then you have uh, Graham Glasgow at the right guard position. He is fine. Uh, but we need to know what's going on at the right tackle position. It is Jawan James who did the COVID opt-out last year. Is he going to be coming back? He has said that he's coming back. We'll have to see what kind of shape he comes into with the OTAs, uh, any offseason uh, type program here. Um, but they do have DeMar Dotson, who is a free agent. He was the guy who was starting at, at Right tackle last season was very decently rated. Good Lord. Good Lord. Um, but that is a position of need. They do have enough salary uh, to kind of take care of that if they want to either resign Dotson or go after another free agent that might be laying around here. They have $42.3 million in cap space. So uh, right tackle is definitely, you know, right tackle, guard, cornerback uh that's about all they need on offense so we move to the defense they cut aj the cornerback aj bouye d tackle jarrell casey which i wasn't a very big fan of uh kyle pecco they d tackle they cut uh jeremiah Tatu, outside linebacker signed a free agent contract with chicago they did bring in cornerback kyle fuller from chicago which was a great move uh, as he's worked with Vic Fangio, uh, head coach Vic Fangio before in Chicago. Uh, Bears, I don't know what the fuck you were looking at, uh, what you were doing here. You should have never cut Kyle Fuller. Uh, Ronald Darby, they also signed cornerback out of Washington. I'm not a huge fan of Ronald Darby, but he did have a decent season last year. Uh, so it's a nice addition here. So you will have Kyle Fuller on one side, Dar Ronald Darby on the other, Bryce Callahan in the slot. That's a good Good trio of corners uh, to start with. At your safety positions, you will have Justin Simmons at free safety, Kareem Jackson at strong safety. Signed his uh, franchise tag and got signed to a long-term contract, so that's they're very, very good there. Uh, we If we move back up to the defensive line, you're going to have Shelby Harris, Mike Purcell, Dr Draymond Jones across the front. Very, very solid. Uh, and then at linebacker, Bradley Chubb, Alexander Johnson, Josie Jewell, and the returning Von Miller. So they are fucking strong on defense. Fucking strong. Even if they don't go after a quarterback, Drew, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Drew Locke should actually have a pretty good year leading that offense. Whether or not that leads to stats, we need to, you know, take a look, see what the schedule unfolds here. Um, but defense, they are very, very good. Um, maybe can look for death positions specifically, uh, probably right in the middle of the linebacking core and maybe an outside linebacker. 
Um, but that's what their real main focus should be. Moving on to Kansas City. Uh, off-season losses here. Actually, no, we're doing the draft selections first. So it's going to be late in every round. So late first, late second, late third, late fourth, another late fourth, late fifth, late fifth, late sixth. So they have a total of eight selections this year. Not too bad. Uh, are they going to be able to package anything? Mm, maybe, maybe not. I mean, they could really sell off that 1.31. Um, and probably get a, a second, maybe, you know, a second and a third, something like that, um, right in there. So let's see, off-season losses. Uh, fullback Anthony Sherman retired. Uh, we know about them cutting both Eric Fisher at left tackle and Mitchell Schwartz at the right tackle position. Damian Williams, running back who did the COVID opt-out, uh, from last year and was the Super Bowl hero from their championship. Cut. Sammy Watkins signed a free agent deal. Wide receiver signed a free agent deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Good God. Thank God he's gone. Uh, who have they brought in? They have brought in one uh, thought to be retired offensive guard, Kyle Long, uh, formerly of the Chicago Bears. Brought back Blake Bell, tight end from Dallas. We all know Blake Bell, the belldozer. Come on. We love Blake Bell. We love Blake Bell. Also acquired super mega powerful stud offensive guard from New England, Joe Thune. Joe Thune is going to be the main anchor for this offensive line, and it actually isn't that bad as of right now, but they do need some help along this offensive line. Uh, going from left to right, you have Martinez Rankin. This is where they really should focus on getting a tackle here, um, but for right now should be good alongside Joe Thune at left guard. Now, Austin Ryder and Daniel Kilgore at center are both free agents, so they could look for a center here, a center slash guard. Uh, right now, have moved Kyle Long into the starting spot, starting spot, spot at right guard, and then Mike Remmers, uh, back up tackle. Uh, they've talked about moving him up into the starters role at right tackle instead of having uh, their rookie from last year, Lucas Niang, who was a COVID opt out from last year. Uh, they have okay depth at the guard positions everywhere else. They do need uh, depth in here. Now, quarterback, we know. Patrick Mahomes, it's fine. He's got Chad Henney as his backup. Running back should be fine with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Daryl Williams. Uh, Le'Veon Bell still has not found a home uh, in free agency. And then you have Darwin Thompson and Derek Gore. So if anything, you know, maybe a late addition uh, just kind of spot filler um, as a backup at running back. Wide receivers. God, they brought Demarcus Robinson back. Ugh, so gross. So gross. So you have Demarcus Robinson and Nicole Hardman uh, kind of being the starters on the outside when Tyreek Hill moves to the interior in the slot. Uh, they need... <laughs> If they can get another wide receiver, they need to get another fucking wide receiver. That's just all there is to it. You can't re you can't go out here with this fucking group. If anybody wants to make fun of the fucking Packers, just make fun of the goddamn Chiefs at the same time, okay? Seriously. Seriously. You're not sold on McCole Hardman, and he's going to be one of your three. He's going to be one of your trio. Wait a minute. Brian... Brian can of Pringles might be the guy instead of Nicole Hardman, you say? Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. That's just... It's stupidity. It's fucking stupidity. It doesn't matter that you have all elite world tight end Travis Kelsey. It does not matter. You can't just throw to Kelsey and Tyreek Hill all day. If you want to say that same shit about every other team, you have to say it about the Kansas City Chiefs. And here the smart move would actually be for them to focus on the offensive line, which means that they're probably not going to get the wide receiver that they're going to want. 
Could they? Could they risk it? Maybe use that second or third? Sure. But they are not in a good spot right now. They are not. If you think they are, if you think you are, if you think they are, you're probably a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and you're looking at it through the rose-colored glasses. Sorry. It's just how it is. Moving on to the defense, no off-season losses thus far because nobody's wanted their free agents. They haven't cut anybody either. They did bring in Jerron Reed. We talked about this D-tackle. Free agent from Seattle. Oh, but where are they gonna where are they gonna have him play? Okay. You look along the defensive front, you have Frank Clark, Derek Nottie, Chris Jones, and for right now, Tim Ward at the end. Because you have Alex Okafor and Tono Pasagnan. <laughs> the K's got to be fucking silent. Okay? It's K Pasagnan. It's Pasagnan. They're both free agents. So that means they're either going to move, actually, Taco Charlton to the other side or Frank Clark to the other side. It's going to be one of those two. It's not going to be Mike Dana. It's not going to be Tim Ward. It's not going to be Austin Edwards. So they need some work. Mike Pinnell, free agent D-tackle, is the guy that Jerron Reed is is going to be replacing. Now, we look at the linebackers. We hate this linebacker group. Anthony Hitchens is not the answer. Damian Wilson, still free agent, hasn't been signed by anybody. You're going to have Willie Gay Jr.? Fine. Because obviously they they care less about their linebacking core than the fucking Packers did last year. And they only implore two because they sit in nickel and dime the whole game. They only have two spots for fucking linebacker, and you can't even put a competent fucking linebacker in there. Way to go, Chiefs. Way to go. At corners, you're going to have Legarius Sneed because Brashad Breland is as good as gone. Uh, and then you have Traverius Ward on the other side. In the slot, you're going to have Rashad Fenton, who's okay. Not great. Not great, but he's okay. Safeties, you're going to have Tyron Matthew. Daniel Sorensen at the free safety position is a free agent. That should move one Juan Thornhill back up, I would think. So what are we saying? Linebackers, 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 and they need depth at the corners. Could use some actually decent depth at the safety position. Right behind Tyron Matthew at strong safety. Just saying. Just fucking saying. Las Vegas Raiders. Mid-range one. Mid-range two. Mid-range three. Another mid-range three. Mid-range four. Mid-range five. Late five. Mid-range six. For a total of eight draft picks. Should be good at quarterback. Derek Carr is still there. Manning this unit. Manning this unit, not his unit. Thank you. Marcus Mariota took a big pay cut. He's staying in Las Vegas. Uh, They are good there. Uh, No signs of Nate Peterman moving up this depth chart. Fullback Alex Ingold, we're fine there. Josh Jacobs, signing of Kenyon Drake, Jalen Richard, and Theo Riddick. And for the life of me, can I just stay in a fucking particular order of how I want to handle these? 
Off-season losses, we have one, Tyrell Williams, who was uh, who actually got injured before the season started, wide receiver, he was cut. Trent Brown, the offensive tackle, he played right tackle. He was traded to the New England Patriots. Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver, signed a contract with, a, with the New England Patriots. Jason Witten, tight end, retired. Whew, thank God. Now we only have to deal with Foster Moreau stealing away Darren Waller touchdowns. Devontae Booker, running back, signed a free agent contract with the New York Giants. He gone. Rodney Hudson, center, traded to the Arizona Cardinals. We talked about that. We love that that trade for the Arizona Cardinals. It was great. Uh, Gabe Jackson then, uh, offensive guard, traded to the Seattle Seahawks. So a little bit more protection for one Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for them. So they decided that the Vegas Raiders decided that they wanted to get rid of their whole fucking offensive line. They even cut Richie Incognito, their left guard, but then resigned him to a better contract for the Raiders. Okay. Colton Miller at left tackle, fine. Richie Incognito at left guard, good. Andre James at center, sketchy. Denzel Good at right guard, sketchy. Sam Young, uh, who is actually a free agent at the right tackle position. So that means they are either going to have Brandon Parker, who is subpar, or they are going to have Kamal Seymour, who did not take a snap last year. Terrible, 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 terrible. So they are going to need... They are going to need a anywhere from a center to a right tackle. So offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. They are good at wide receivers. Uh, Henry Ruggs is back. Uh, Zay Jones actually signed a one-year contract. They brought in John Brown from the Buffalo Bills. They also brought in Willie Sneed, wide receiver from the Baltimore Ravens. Um, talked about Kenny and Drake coming over from Arizona. Nick Martin, actually, the center, um, signed a free agent contract from Houston. He was cut over there. Uh, he certainly could fill in at center as well if they don't want to use one Andre James. Moving on to the defense. Let's do this the right way here. So... Lost season losses for the Las Vegas Raiders. And we're only going to get through the fucking AFC West. Are we really? Oh, we're going to do AFC West, AFC West, AFC South? Nah, we'll do AFC, NFC West. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do the two Wests. So, offseason losses. Ukemi Ligwe, inside linebacker, cut. Jeremiah Vologa, DN, cut. DJ Killings, cornerback, cut. They were all COVID opt-outs. I talked about it on Twitter, and nobody seemed to understand. All these COVID opt-out people from last year, most of them got cut. There's a handful. There's like five that did not get cut in the whole fucking NFL. It's kind of a disgrace, really, when you think about it. Like, I'm not, you know me, I'm not a huge, you know, oh, my God, COVID. But, you know, people are, they are, right? These guys paid the price for it. Kind of sucks. LaMarcus Joyner, cornerback cut. Takaris McKinley, D-end. Signed a free agent contract with Cleveland. Liked it. Eric Harris, free safety. uh, Signed with Atlanta. Raekwon McMillan, inside linebacker. Signed a free agent contract with New England. And Malik Collins, D-tackle. Signed a free agent contract with Houston. Uh, McMillan, McMillan and wife. I mean, McMillan and Collins. Uh, man, they were both in the in the in the red, in the red, which is not good. We know that to be poor. They played very, very poorly last year. Uh, they did bring in defense uh, D end from Tennessee, Matt Dickerson, Yannick Ngakwe, defensive end, free agent from Baltimore, Solomon Thomas, D tackle, free agent from San Francisco, Quentin Jefferson, D tackle, free agent from Buffalo. Uh, and then they also signed this Darius Fillon, 
uh, Deanne, who did not play last year. He was not signed by anybody. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we got that going for us, which is nice. So, let's take a look here. Uh, along the defensive line, you got Cleland Farrell, Jonathan Hankins, Maurice Hurst, and Max Crosby. I think they're fine there. They got plenty of depth. At the linebacker positions, you have one Corey Littleton, Nick Kowatsky, and Yannick Ngankwe. Uh, Yannick uh, Ngankwe will actually flip in between uh, linebacker and defensive end here. So, yeah. Yeah. They could use some better depth in the linebacker position, but if you look back in the safety positions, strong safety Jonathan Abram, whew, he was poor, way poor. Jeff Heath actually played better. His backup, he's, he was from the Cowboys the previous year. Um, he should actually get, he actually should get a, a shot at that starting uh, strong safety position. Free safety, you only have one. You have Dalen Levitt. Um, and that is not going to be enough. So I think they will focus on some safety here. Uh, also, just keep plugging away at the fucking corners until you get it right. Damon Arnett, Trayvon Mullen, whew. Amik Robertson in the slot, no way. No fucking way. No way you go in with this corner group. Just no fucking way. How much money they got left? Salary cap, 18.87. We want our teams to be uh, somewhere around 10 to 12 million uh, so they can sign their rookies. I forgot to mention the Kansas City Chiefs. They are at 20.8 million uh, under the cap. Moving on, the LA Chargers draft picks mid one, mid two, mid three, mid, uh, late three, uh, mid four, mid five. First pick of the sixth round. Hmm, nice. Mid six and mid seven, so that's a total of nine draft picks here. So they're sitting pretty there. Uh, we look at the offseason losses. They lost center Mike Pouncey to retirement. Uh, cut offensive guard Trey Turner. That was the weak link. I told that was the spot. I said that they needed to fucking fix that right guard position, and they fucking did it like two days later, which was great. I'm really glad that the LA Chargers are listening to this podcast because they made a lot of the good a lot of a lot of good moves. They made a lot of good moves. I'm very proud of you. Very good, head coach Brandon Staley. I know you and offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. It's a doghouse, man. We're family. Hunter Henry signed a free agent contract we know with the New England Patriots. Cole Turner. Offensive guard signed a free agent contract with Houston. Dan Feeney, offensive guard, signed a free agent contract with the New York Jets. Tyrod Taylor, the quarterback that got fucked at the beginning of the year, signed a free agent contract with Houston. Probably will be the starter this year, by the way. And then Sam Tevy, offensive tackle, signed a free agent contract with Indianapolis. I kind of wish that Sam Tevy wouldn't have done that, but it is what it is. Quarterback, you're going to have Justin Herbert. We're fine there. They did bring in one Chase Daniel from Detroit. So we have a nice backup there. They also brought in Tristan Viscaino, uh kicker, to fight for the position with one Michael Badgley. They will fight it with feet. They will fight it with feet, and somebody will fall in defeat. It's terrible. Terrible fucking foot joke. Odie Obuche, offensive guard, they brought in from uh, Detroit. Matt Filer is the big the big win here. The offensive guard free agent from Pittsburgh. He slides right into that right guard starting spot. Jared Cook, tight end from New Orleans, and one Corey Lindsley, the center free agent from Green Bay. Did not bring in any running backs. They're sticking with one. Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly, and Darius Bradwell. They did not tender one Kalen Blage. Oh, frowny faces. Fuck that guy, okay? He hits the free agent mar market as an unrestricted free agent. And guess what? Nobody's fucking taking the bait, God damn it! And they shouldn't. <sighs> Wide receivers, you have one, Tyron Johnson and Mike Williams on the outside, Keenan Allen in the slot. Of 
course, that's when they go three wide. Uh, would like to see them probably draft at least one more if they can. Uh, Jalen Guyton's okay. I don't know about Joe Reed, who was also a rookie last year. Um, and then behind them, it's woof, woof. Tight ends, you're going to have Jared Cook. Kills, kills not only Donald Parham, but also kills one Steven Anderson. Our little kind of watch this guy tight end out of LSU. Along the offensive line, the weakest link is going to be at left tackle. That's one Trey Pipkins. Now, with the addition of Ode Obuche at left guard, that should actually make Pipkins better. Um, and, I mean, really, when you look at it, right in the middle, you got Obuche, Lindsley at center, and Filer at right guard. And then, of course, you have Brian Balaga back at right tackle, which, by the way, what was that? What was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guess what? He wasn't a left tackle. He's a fucking right tackle. God damn it. That pissed me off all last offseason. So one of the L.A. Chargers draft picks here, uh, either that first rounder or that second rounder is going to be a left tackle. I would not be fucking surprised. If the left tackle isn't there that they want, they will trade that fucking pick. They will back down, and they will get one towards the end of that round. I guarantee you. Looking at the defense here, offseason losses. One, Malik Jefferson, inside linebacker, was cut. They also cut a uh, longtime corner, former Packer, Casey Hayward at the cornerback position. Isaac Rochelle, defensive end, signed a free agent contract with Indianapolis. Nick Vigil, linebacker, signed a f- contract with Minnesota. Denzel Perryman, the middle linebacker. Oh, they should have kept him. They should have kept him. Uh, signed a free agent contract with Carolina. It was a very good fucking move by Carolina. And then Rayshon Jenkins, free safety, signed a contract with Jacksonville here. So, did they bring anybody in addition? Oh, yeah, one Kyler Fackrell, outside linebacker, free agent, New York Giants. Another former Packer. Actually played a hell of a lot better this last season than he did the season before. So, uh, Looking across the defensive line, you have Joey Bosa, Linval Joseph, Justin Jones, and Jerry Tillery. Um, I think that line is fine. They do need depth. Uh, specifically at the DM positions, maybe even somebody who can take over for Tillery. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Generally, this is a 4-3 defense, uh, but they do run a hybrid linebacker slash defensive end here. Uh, so the if we work it from weak to strong side, it's Drew Tranquil, Kenneth Murray, and B.J. Bello. The hybrid is going to be Ochenna Nwosu, um, and that's kind of where Kyler Fackrell is kind of backed up. This is the spot that Melvin Ingram, uh, who is currently a free agent, I doubt is going to resign with the LA Chargers at any point in time. This is his spot that he uh, that he managed. That's where he his spot was. So it is what it is. We move on. At the corners, you're going to have one Michael Davis. You're going to have Tavon Campbell and Chris Harris. Uh, they need a lot of help here at corner. Um, and if I go back to the linebacker, they actually are okay with Murray there in the middle. It's the weak side linebacker and Drew Tranquil that needs to get fixed. Uh, otherwise, that's going to keep being a nice little run haven right there, uh, especially especially if, they, if the running back can actually get past a – a heavy pass rush. Uh, God, why did I brain fart on that whole fucking thing? I brain farted on it. Uh, you're going to have Nasir Adderley at free safety. Derwin James, uh, who got hurt before the beginning of the year at start uh, strong safety. So you would think uh, that they would really want to fill in back there. They could be looking at a safety. Any type of DB that can play in that back slot. Um at least as a backup, just in case something happens with Derwin James. Uh, Chris Harris, uh, who they acquired uh, last year, uh, will be the slot corner. I've seen I've seen it where Chris Harris has actually moved up. 
out of that slot, and that might be true. But Chris Harris has been his best in the slot, so I won't. I don't see him in two wide sets sitting on the outside. Well, I can see him in two wide sets sitting on the outside if they move three, uh, where they need to have that nickel corner. I don't see Chris Harris moving up towards the line. I see him sitting back. So that's kind of my thought process on that one. They have 29.3 million in cap space, so they are sitting pretty, pretty, pretty. Ooh, we're at 40 minutes. we got to get going here. You want to do NFC West? You guys want to do NFC West? Let's do NFC West real quick. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, 2021 selections. Uh, mid one, mid two, mid five, uh, mid six or mid seven, and a late seven. So uh, only five, only five. So they've really uh, been kind of churning uh, through free agency here. Uh, offseason losses: Zane Gonzalez, kicker, cut. Trent Sherfield signed a wide uh, wide receiver, signed a contract with San Francisco. Kenyon Drake, we talked about running back, went to the Las Vegas Raiders. Mason Cole. Their center, they traded to Minnesota, which was great because they had acquired Rodney Hudson uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders. So that was a good move. Uh, cut one kicker, Brett Mayer, and Dan Arnold, our favorite Arizona tight end, signed a contract with Carolina. Now, they did bring in wide receiver A.J. Green from Cincinnati, offensive guard Brian Winters from Buffalo. Cole McDonald, the rookie quarterback last year from Tennessee. Kicker, Matt Prater from Detroit. So they'll have a nice little fight between Prater and Mike Nugent. Uh, We talked about Rodney Hudson and one Brandon Bowen. Offensive tackle uh, brought in via free agency was not on a team last year. So wide receivers, they're going to be very good. They're actually pretty deep, so we're not worried about them. Quarterback, of course, we're not worried about with Kyler Murray, um, but they really need to have a better backup plan than Chris Drevler. Um, Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that because that game was fucking horrible. Running back, they're going to need one. Whether or not they take one on... Uh, with whatever's remaining in free agency, I would like to see them take something in the draft. I think something would be available to them uh, because right now they're running with Chase Edmonds as the starter, Jonathan Ward as the backup. Uh, no matter if they go after a starter or a backup, I would like to see this group get better because we know a lot of these guys cannot stay on the field. They're often hurt. Okay. Tight end, you have Max Williams, Daryl Daniels, Seth DeValve is a free agent, and Ian Bunting, so they could use a tight end right in there. Uh, One Kyle Pitts out of Notre Dame that everybody's talking about. If he fell, somehow fell to 16, I would see them taking Pitts. Uh, Along the offensive line, you've got a pretty, pretty damn good offensive line now with DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson, Brian Winters, and Calvin Beecham. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Moving on. They don't need much here. So offense, we're good. Maybe a running back. Running back, backup quarterback, something like that. Moving on to the defense. Now, they did lose Patrick Peterson, their forever corner from, uh, to Minnesota. Angelo Blackson, a defensive end, signed a free agent contract with Chicago. Hassan Reddick, the outside linebacker, who everybody thought was going to resign here. Nope, moved on to Carolina. Now. Defense is going to need work. We're going to back away from this defense this year. As much as I said, maybe we pay attention to it this year, backing up a little bit. Along the defensive line, Zach Allen, uh, they have no nose tackle except for maybe David Perry, who did not take a snap last year. So, uh, yeah, that's your weak spot right there in the middle. Um, unless they can somehow bring back Corey Peters or Damata Pecco. Uh, J.J. Watt, they brought in free agent from Houston after he got cut there. Um, And then, so, yeah, nose tackle, nose tackle, nose tackle, or a D-tackle. That's what they need here. 
Linebackers, you got Marcus Golden, Isaiah Simmons, Jordan Hicks, and Chandler Jones. Um, I think they're fine here. I think they've got good enough depth. Not really too worried about the linebacking core. Uh, We move on to the corners, and you have free agent corner uh, Malcolm Butler, who came over from Tennessee, and then across from him uh, is going to probably be Byron Murphy uh, when there's when they only have when they go base set uh, when they slide into the nickel Byron Murphy should move into the slot and then that would actually have uh, Robert Alford there so they do need a corner they need a couple of corners because Drake Kirkpatrick and Jonathan Joseph are still free agent uh, free agents as of right now so corners. We are looking at here safety positions. You're going to have Buda Baker at free safety, Charles Washington at strong safety. They're pretty good here. They can use maybe a backup uh, at the free safety position because I don't know if they're going to re-sign Chris Banjo. Now, the thing that does worry me here is that they are only 2.19 million under the cap, so you would like you would like to see them kind of clear a little bit more cap space. Everybody's favorite darling team, the L.A. Rams. Yay! Let's look at the draft selections. Late second, late third, late third, uh, another late third, late fourth, late sixth, and late seventh. So they got a total of six. Now they still go through another year, no first rounder, uh, because of all the trades that they made, and another one here with Matt Stafford. So I hope you enjoy him, L.A. Rams. Uh, they're pretty good there, though. They're at quarterback with Matt Stafford and John Wolford as his backup. Uh, running back, uh, it's getting a little dicey here now because you only have uh, Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson who actually played. Uh, they do have Xavier Jones. They do have our little guy, Raymond Calais. Raymond Calais, one of our rookie guys from last year. So uh, they are four deep, but they could use some more. Uh, actually, didn't t- even talk about the offseason losses. We know about Jared, Co- uh, Jared Goff. Uh, Malcolm Brown, running back, he signed a free agent contract with Miami. That's why they're a little bit short here. Gerald Everett, the tight end, signed a free agent contract with Seattle. And Josh Reynolds, wide receiver, signed with Tennessee. Uh, of course, Matt Stafford comes here. Deshaun Jackson, the son-of-a-bitch wide receiver from the Philadelphia Eagles, is here. And he just fucked up any shares of Van Jefferson, which is great, which is great. Of course, you got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup here. God damn it, you son of a bitch. And he's good. Here's what we're doing with Van Jefferson. You're probably not going to draft him in a redraft league unless Deshaun Jackson gets hurt. But, 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 but I'm getting ahead of myself. You're going to keep an eye on Van Jefferson. If you're in Dynasty, you're not trading any of that asset at all because you know that son of a bitch G-Jax is going to get hurt. It's only just... It shouldn't take more than a quarter of a season to put Van Jefferson back in there, okay? That's what I'm saying. That's all, all I'm going to say. Tight ends, you're good here with Tyler Higby, Bryson Hopkins, Johnny Munt. Uh, so they're fine there. Along the offensive line, outside of depth, they should be pretty good here, except at center, uh, which which they still need to take care of one Austin Blythe. If they're going to re-sign him, he is still a free agent. But if you run across from left to right, Andrew Whitworth, David Edwards, Austin Blythe, Austin Corbett, and Rob Havenstein, pretty good offensive line. Like I said, they need to get some depth in here. They need to get some younger players. Andrew Withworth is as old as fucking some of us, okay? He's like 40 fucking years old. He's older than fucking Frank Gore. That's how bad it is. But he's still playing at a hell of a level. Moving on to the defense. Uh, they did lose uh, free safety John Johnson to the Cleveland Browns. Samson Abukum, outside linebacker to the San Francisco 49ers. Derek Rivers, outside linebacker to Houston. Meh. Morgan Franz, uh, Morgan Franz, Morgan Fox, DN, they lost to Carolina. They did bring in, uh, actually, I put that on the wrong fucking side. They also traded away one Michael Brockers to Detroit. 
So we got that going for us. So Michael Brockers to Detroit. Oh, my God. Why did I put them over there? Put them in the off-season additions. They're actually in the thing. Troy Hill, uh, corner, slot corner, uh, signed a free agent contract with Cleveland. So they got pretty, pretty purged. Pretty, pretty purged. They need depth. Um, they are pretty good uh, everywhere. Now, along the defensive line, you got Sebastian Joseph Day, Aishan Robinson, and Aaron Donald. Uh, most of the backups they can fill in in here, so they should be okay. Should be okay. You'd like to get another D lineman in there, but I don't think that's the biggest uh, need right now. Now, if you look at the uh, linebacking core, uh, Okoronquo, <laughs> Kenny Young, Micah Kaiser, and Leonard Floyd. They just re-signed Leonard Floyd to a big deal. Kenny Young and Micah Kaiser are the two weak spots right in the middle. Kenny Young is the guy that needs to go. Um, whether or not one of the backups here can actually fill in or if they have to go through free agency, that's kind of what remains to be seen here. Uh, moving out to the corners, you're going to have one Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams. That's great, but they have almost no depth behind them. So they need to get some corners. They need to get some DBs in here. Some way, some fucking how. Now you got David Long right now penciled in as the slot corner. I don't think that shit is going to sit very well. But they could use Dante Dion, who is one of those guys that we thought was going to actually make an impact last year, and he didn't. That was Troy Hill who actually did that. So... Uh, let's see. Maybe Deontay Dion actually gets on the field. Uh, free safety, you got Jordan Fuller, and then a strong safety, you got Taylor Rapp, so they're pretty good there. They're pretty strong at safety, so you may see one or two of these safeties floating out as backups to uh, Ramsey and Williams. Um, more than likely, it would probably, if I had to guess, it would probably be Nick Scott, um, I don't know if Juju Hughes can actually get that that job done. Right now, they are five point two million over the cap. That is not good. They need to get that fixed. They need to get that fixed. Let's move on to the San Francisco 49ers. draft selections. Early first. That's the one point three. Early uh, early second. Early fourth. Early fifth. And that's 11, 12, and 11. Uh, late 5th, late 5th again, early 6th, and very early 7th. So they have 8 picks. So, like I said, that round 1.3, that's probably a quarterback. Um, and then maybe, just maybe, they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Huh. Hmm. Yukon Trails number two, Baylor. Oh, that's women's. That's women's. Oh, I hate the. I hate all this basketball being played on Mondays and Tuesdays. It's so stupid. Off-season losses here for the San Francisco 49er offense. You have Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver, went to New England. C.J. Beathard, quarterback, went to Jacksonville. Weston Richburg, center. It was uh, COVID opt-out last year. Yeah, he was COVID opt-out last year. Uh, he retired. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, uh, wide receiver, was cut. And this one was weird because Marquise Goodwin was a COVID opt-out after his trade to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then when he came Back or when he announced that he was coming off the COVID this off season, he had to do a physical, I believe, and he failed the physical. So instead of everything that they had traded <clears throat> between the Eagles and the Niners, reverted. So Marquise Goodwin went back to the Niners, and then they caught him. It was weird. It was one of the weirdest things. Uh, running back, Tevin Coleman went to the Jets. Blah. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, this one happened just over the uh, weekend. 
Um, he was actually an addition. Why did I put him over there? Uh, they said, well, I guess we're on the additions now. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, wide receiver, came over from Detroit. Uh, they also had uh, Trent Sherfield, who came over from Arizona. And then center, uh, Alex Mack, came over from the Atlanta Falcons. How nice, how nice. So they have a strong offensive line. Again, we're not going to have to really deal with that. They could use some depth at the guard guard and center position, so guard slash center, somebody who can play both, um, and they should be completely fine there. Quarterback, we talked about it. They're probably drafting one this year, uh, which means that I mean, Garoppolo could be on the move. We don't know, but backing the, whomever up would be Nick Mullins, Josh Rosen, and one Josh Johnson. So they should be okay there as far as the backup quarterbacks are concerned. Uh, fullback, he had Kyle Juszczyk sign a big fucking deal, and everybody made the big deal about fucking Aaron Jones signing his deal, and then Juszczyk signed just a ridiculous fucking deal for just a fullback, all right? I don't care if he catches fucking passes. I don't. I really don't. I just fucking don't. He's not worth the, the amount that they fucking paid him. Running backs, going to be good again. Uh, they're going to be fine. Uh, they do have Jarek McKinnon still as a free agent. What the hell? No, whatever. Uh, they have Raheem Mostert, Jeffrey, Jeff Wilson, uh, Jamichael Hasty, Austin Walter, and Josh Hockett. So I think they're good here, but you know. It's Kyle Shanahan. He's going to get as many running backs as humanly possible. Wide receivers, we should be good with Brandon Ayuk, uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, you will have COVID opt-out return. Travis Benjamin, he wants to play, but they could cut him due to old age. In the slot is probably going to be one Muhammad Sanu. I don't see Richie James taking that spot. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I see. I think they're good at wide receiver. They're pretty good on this offense. Like I said, depth. Depth on the offensive line. They'll go get their quarterback. I'm not going to put Team Need as quarterback, though, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just not. Moving out of the defense, you had one Ronald Blair, D-end. He was cut. Kerry Hyder, defensive end, went to the Seattle Seahawks. Akella Willerspoon, cornerback, also quarter corner back went to Seattle as well. And then Solomon Thomas D tackle. He signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. They did bring in Samson Abukum outside linebacker from the LA Rams. Uh, Tavon Wilson, strong safety from Indianapolis. Mark Fields, cornerback from Houston. And then Zach Kerr D tackle from Carolina and Nathan Gary, Nathan Geary, uh, linebacker from Philadelphia. Along the defensive line, you're going to have Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, Zach Kerr, and one Eric Armstead. They are very, very deep along this defensive line, so I think they are good as gold there. <coughs> linebacker core, you're going to have Dre, uh, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and Aziz Al-Sharir. Uh, they are good at the regular linebacker spots. If anybody can play middle, like the true middle linebacker, then they're fine. Otherwise, maybe they can use a depth guy there behind Warner. At the cornerback positions, you're going to have one Emmanuel Mosley and probably Dante Johnson switching off on the one side. Jason Ferret, who played himself into a one, another decent one-year contract, will be on the other side. And then Kwan Williams will man the slot yet again this year. Strong safety, you're going to have Jakisi Tart. And then at free safety, you're going to have one Jimmy Ward there. Pretty deep at the safety positions here. So overall, you're looking at backups. They do not really need starters unless they are just fully fucking enamored uh, with whatever they find in the draft. They are currently $17.4 million under the cap, so they are good to go. Seattle Seahawks. You want to know what they got for the draft picks? You want to know? You want to know? I'll tell you. Oh, those sons of bitches only have three draft picks this year. Late second, late fourth, and late seventh. So when everybody was talking about maybe Russell Wilson going to the Bears, um, 
this is strengthening my argument about this whole bullshit, fake, fucking Bears offered all this stuff to try and get fucking Russell Wilson. Okay? They have three fucking draft picks. Three. A second, a fourth, and a seventh. If they truly came with three fucking first-round draft picks and players, you don't think that they would have fucking taken that? You'd be have to be out of your fucking mind not to fucking take that. I'm sorry. I love Russell Wilson. Everybody knows that. Okay? One year at Wisconsin was great. Great fucking year. You cannot tell me that a team with three fucking draft picks getting offered all that. And he's no spring chicken either. Okay? You're telling me they weren't going to take that? They didn't fucking offer it. It's all fucking smoke and mirrors. Get your heads out of your asses, Chicago Bears fans. You're not getting Russell Wilson. You're never going to get fucking Russell Wilson. You had too many things working against you. The first one is fucking stupidity. Not by you, by your front office. Because we knew as soon as you got the fucking Khalil Mack from the Raiders when they were in fucking Oakland. We set it. You are setting yourselves up for fucking failure by going after him. And this is what's happening. Okay? This all points back to the Khalil Mack fucking trade. And I couldn't be happier. All right, though. Seattle Seahawks, what did they do? What's their off-season losses? Josh Gordon, wide receiver, cut. No big deal. Greg Olson, tight end, cut, ended up retiring as a Carolina Panther. Um, I That should have been retired, but I moved him over there. Come on. Eh, just give it to him. David Moore, wide receiver, signed with Carolina. I don't know why uh, Carolina even bothered. Philip Dorsett, wide receiver, signed with Jacksonville. Jacob Hollister, tight end, signed with Buffalo. Mike Ayupati, the offensive guard, retired. That's why they needed to get Gabe Jackson in there. Uh, Carlos Hyde, running back, signed with Jacksonville. And Chance Warmack, COVID opt-out, offensive guard, was cut. Told you. Uh, so a quarterback, they're fine there. Uh, Geno Smith is, always seems to come back and re-sign. We talked about Gerald Everett leaving so or coming over, uh, so we don't need to handle that. <clears throat> Uh, fullback, Nick Ballore. I don't know why they even have a fucking fullback. He sucks. Uh, Chris Carson did resign. So you're going to have a, pretty much the tandem is going to be Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Uh, Rashad Penny looked pretty decent at the end of the year. Uh, DJ Dallas, Alex Collins, Travis Homer, Patrick Carr. I would expect Homer and Carr probably not to be there or be on the practice squad. Looking at the wide receivers, they're going to need some help here. And it's going to be in depth, but they're not going to be able to do it in the draft. So... DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, we're fine there. Who you got on the other side? Freddie Swaim or Penny Hart when they go three wide? Tight ends. Will Disley, Gerald Everett, Cody Parkinson, Colby Parkinson, Luke Wilson, and Tyler Mabry. Everybody talks about the teams that go, you know, the 12, right? Two tight ends. This team is going to be in two tight end sets most of the year. No fucking way that they're not. I think Tyler Lockett's going to spend a lot less time in that slot unless Gerald Everett is going to be flexed outside. Because I don't... The way that they were... Hesitantly playing Swaim and Hart last year, not very confident with it. Not very confident with it. Against uh, okay, now the offensive line you got Dwayne Brown, Damian Lewis, Ethan Pachik, Gabe Jackson who they brought in, and then Brandon Shell. So center, 
uh, would be a focus. They're pretty decent, but they could probably use some depth. Uh, more than likely undrafted free agents coming over here. Moving on to the defense, we talked about Jerron Reed, D-tackle. He was cut, signed over with KC. Uh, Shaquille Griffin, the cornerback, signed a deal with Jacksonville. Uh, but they did bring in Akella Witherspoon, a uh, corner from San Francisco, Kerry Hyder, DN from San Francisco, and one Al Woods, uh, who was a COVID opt-out. <clears throat> he was cut, if I'm not mistaken, um, from Jacksonville. So, yeah, they're pretty good there. Uh, along the defensive line, you're going to have Carlos Dunlap, who did resign, uh, Jonathan Bullard, Puna Ford and Kerry Hyder, I think they're pretty strong. They've got a shit ton of depth uh, in there, too, so they should be fine against a, uh, along that defensive line. Uh, K.J. Wright, their linebacker, weak side, they're going to have to let him go. Um, we'll get the salary cap. Actually, we talk about it now, 6.5 under. I don't see how they can get K.J. Wright back under contract. They, I don't. I mean, they don't need that much money uh, for draft, you know, draft picks. So, but KJ Wright is probably gone. Bobby Wagner in the middle, Jordan Brooks. So they need a linebacker. They gotta get a linebacker. One guy, probably a hybrid linebacker, somebody that can play, you know, flex between middle and outside. Whether or not they can get that by the time, you know, somebody competent end of the second remains to be seen. Corners, we talked about Akella Willerspoon coming over. Going to be Trey Flowers. Going to be Trey Flowers. The only other thing that I can think of is whether or not they can move Ugo Amati, who should be in the slot, but he's more of a – Technically, he's a safety. Whether or not they can move him to the outside uh, when it's only two wide sets, don't know. Don't know. Now, they could go a little bit more hybrid with some of their safeties because they're pretty decent at safety. Uh, Jamal Adams at the strong safety position. Marquise Blair or uh, Quadri Diggs would be... The starting free safety. Now, if they go to the dime where they spread it out a little bit more, you'll probably see Diggs. You'd probably see Diggs, Blair, Adams, and Amadi all out there. So that should cover Trey Flowers' ass a little bit there. But they still, they still, I mean, they need a corner. They need a corner. And their safety depth is bad. They only have Ryan Neal behind Jamal Adams and then Diggs, you know, the Diggs or Blair, whoever's starting, and then the other one being the backup at free safety. So they're hurting. They are hurting. So this one will be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But (laughs) I can't believe I thought I was going to get through the full fucking AFC. Would have went two fucking hours, man. Would have went two hours. Come on, man. Come on, man. Just sitting around, hanging out with Corn Pop. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. <laughs> Fucking Joe Biden. I hate him. All right. But that brings this episode of the Dark House to the end. Uh, we're going to try and pound this out this week. So let's just go ahead and do the South tomorrow. We'll go to the east on Wednesday, and on Thursday we'll go do the north. We're just going to hit it. Let's get it out. Let's work towards the NFL draft. Peace. Peace.